welcome to another Untitled Movie Show. This is part two, really, if you think about it, since the last one was Matrix, the first one. Now we're covering both sequels, because they're they're one movie. Yes. They're one four-hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is exactly how I watch them. I am your host, as always, JJ, and over there, my good buddy, my good friend, Jake. Jake, how you doing over there? Good, good. Good, 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 good. I, I, I actually didn't watch these movies, because uh, I didn't really feel like the first one last week, but I watched it. <laughs> but since these are pretty new for me, and I watched them kind of a buttload in like December <laughs> and January, they're fresh on my mind. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like Star Wars, where the dust is cleared, and I like kind of have to rewatch them to get impressions. Like My impressions are still there. <laughs> I watched them back-to-back yesterday night. That's, uh, that's how I watched them, or at least in one day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how they should be watched. Theoretically. Uh, <laughs> it's how they were made, I guess. That is uh, how they were made. Yeah, yeah so it makes sense to slog through <laughs> four hours of Matrix. Uh, well, I mean, the thing with Reloaded is the first time you watch it, you're like, this doesn't go anywhere. And then the revolutions, you're like, oh, this goes everywhere. So you're like, oh, it's just one movie. <laughs> it so makes I sense. This came out, Reloaded came out May 3rd. 15th 2003 mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know when revolutions came out let's, let's it was like october i think yeah it's like let's i should have i should have been prepared with my notes and everything but no, <laughs> the, of course the, it was going to come out they were going to come out earlier but uh Aaliyah died so they had to yeah. reshoot her stuff she was going to be z I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah she was uh yeah it opened november 5th 2003 mm Almost October. Almost October. The, day after the, my birthday. Day after five, my birthday is when The Matrix came out. Five days is far enough in to go, oh, it's November. <laughs> Thanksgiving's coming up. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> my, wife informed, my wife informed me of Mother's Day coming up, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's not canceled, too? <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's making you go there, but... <laughs> yeah, I was glad to miss Easter. <laughs> That we're gonna keep doing that. <laughs> I mean, you know. So did you did you like the the Matrix too? No. <laughs> no. no. I'm saying I'm saying two as in the whole yeah. sequel. Yeah. No. Not really. <laughs> I. I, it, it, I don't know. I there's so there's enough about it that I just didn't like. <laughs> there, there for just... me, for me, the only thing I I don't like is just how uneven Reloaded is. Like, I wish they mixed up the plot a little bit with the robust action scenes. Yeah, even knowing what I knew about Reloaded, and having had seen most of Reloaded, Mm. uh, I I still just, I couldn't, I couldn't, (laughs) I I tried to really enjoy it. You know what I, you know what I really didn't like about either of these movies? The soundtrack really bothered me for some reason. Did it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just it was like super generic with like weird musical stings and a, like it was like super campy in a lot of ways. I, I don't know. Uh, l- l- like the electronic stuff or like the score. The score. Mm. Like yeah, it just felt inappropriate a lot of times, mm. or like or like overly produced a lot of times, mm. or like at the end of Reloaded where they pan to. What's Bane? Was that his name? What was his yeah. name? Yeah, Bane, Bane. yeah, Bane. Uh, and they pan to him, and it does the tradition, like dun dun dun. <laughs> yeah, to be concluded. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like I had more fun in the original movie where it sort of peppered in sort of '90s music 
from time mm, to time. Yeah. Uh, once in a while, but this one was just straight score. There was none of that. Uh, no, te- no. Technically, this movie still takes place in 1999. Uh, yeah. Because it's only six months later. <laughs> Hey, if you realize the world wasn't the world, you would not be listening to Rob Zombie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, uh, the no, I'm not too big on techno in general, but I love the music in the freeway scene. Yeah. I always get that, I, in, my, I always get that the, in my head, then I want to watch it. Like, I don't, the, the action stuff doesn't bother me at all. It's really, oh, still no. really, it's like with the original movie, uh, uh, the, uh, look of it and like the way everything is choreographed and everything is still really fun to look at but oh, yeah. as a movie I'm just like nah I'm not nah nope <laughs> not for me I, I always think of um <laughs> with Man of Steel because the the action scenes are pretty long in that one too yeah. while they're cool they're very long I remember telling my friend about it he's like who cares they're awesome and I was like it's a good point <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and this yeah. one because you got like I don't I've never looked at it but I think it's like an hour 10 maybe an hour 20 of dialogue scenes yeah. and you're kind of getting to it and then he talks to one of the head of the council dude and they're like Ugh. and then they go to the scene with um the merovingian and you're like <laughs> and you're just like and then he's talking to the oracle and you're like yeah. and then you get this giant action scene like i mean like i said before that, it's, that, it's all good stuff yeah, it's just that, it's that, very that, uneven Boy, that freeway scene is long, too. It's like 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's like right after the Smith scene yeah. with all the Smiths. Because yeah, on that one, I was like, why does he just fly away from the beginning? But then I, again, watched it. I was like, who's trying to beat him? He thinks he can beat him. <laughs> then after there's a million of them coming out, then he has to he has to leave. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... yeah, I, I found myself, like, drifting out, out of <laughs> attention, like, there were times where I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what? Uh, having to go back a little bit, did I miss something? Mm. I was like, ah, no, they're just being vague a lot of times or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, my favorite part. Every part, every every aspect of the movie is a MacGuffin, which is kind mm. of obnoxious a little bit. Like, Indio yeah. himself is a MacGuffin. You got the Keymaster, whatever. Mm-hmm. Keymaker, what is it? Keymaker, Keymaker, Keymaker. Because Keymaster would be Ghostbusters. There you go. <laughs> Mix it up your sci-fi. Gate, the gatekeeper and the Keymaster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Keymaker. Uh, yeah. Boy, this movie, uh, the, these two combined are just like a really edgy Tron. Like, oh, yeah, Tron. yeah. Straight down to the giant talking face. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's, it's, it's weird at times. I'm like, boy, this really is like a little bit of Tron. A oh, little yeah. bit of Neon Genesis Evangelion and anime. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of, like, influenced by other stuff kind of stuff. Like, it is very heavily influenced by Tron and these two. You could oh, yeah. Um, I, lo- I love the uh, the big face. <laughs> I love what he says when he says that we don't need you, we need nothing. Which sounds like uh, something that, like, Trump would say or some, yeah. uh, you know, some <laughs> some dictator or whatever. Yeah, or master control panel from Tron. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite part about it was um, because you don't know what Neo's doing. He just leaves and he's like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I just know I have to go there, which is cool. And then so he goes to the machine thing. And normally in these kind of movies, you know, there's a big epic fight, which we have in this, but it's all different. And of course, I'm not knocking the big epic fight. I love the big epic fight. But with this, it's like, okay, there's this bad guy that's an enemy for both of us. If I stop him, you stop fighting us, and then that's going to end the war. That's going basically going to be a truce. Yeah, and we're not. Gonna, no one's going to win. We're just going to stop. 
and you need me to do this and you yeah. know it. And yeah. so I was like, well, I had no idea that's where that, that's where that was going, which totally <laughs> blew me away. And, and I mean, it's funny because so the one is there to stop the war. That's like what his purpose or prophecy or whatever is. But <laughs> the one creates Smith because yeah. for every action, there is a reaction and yeah. there's a positive and a negative. Yeah. So yeah. for the one to exist, there has to be the anti one, which is the many, which is all yeah. the Smiths. So he creates him by becoming the one. So for him to stop the fight, the war, he has he exists only because the bad guy exists, and vice yeah. versa. The, the the scene with the architect in Reloaded uh, is I, part of it's really entertaining because it's yeah. really visually very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot, lot of info. A lot of, but it is almost like bad writing in a sense where it's mm. just like it, we're not going to have anything sort of organically come out through the story we're just going to have the deus ex machina uh character oh that's what the big that's what the big face is called yeah that, that's what they call a big face yeah but uh uh just like here is the character that's pulling the strings and yeah uh he's just gonna tell you every single like twist and turn of the plot like yeah <laughs> like in one singular scene and that scene goes on for a good amount of time it does the, the scene with uh the architect and Neil. the architect yeah yeah um <laughs> it's like he's pretty good at this i wonder what else he's done and the answer is not much he's, <laughs> yeah, he's really good that that was the scene that they wanted uh <clears throat> sean connery to do and sean connery didn't understand it so he didn't do it <laughs> again i don't know if he didn't understand what he was saying yeah. why it was supposed to be good or just what he was reading. And it was just in Japanese to him. He was just reading it. And it just made no sense at all. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane that that I, I, I mean, I think they picked, I think that's a better actor choice. But like, uh, oh, I, don't no, Con- I don't know if I, if Sean Connery twirled around in the chair and was the architect. I don't He's know. He's like, apropos. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how I could have handled that or how seriously I could have taken it. Uh, yeah. You know, just be, yeah. Like, you can't have the big surprise be a celebrity. It's kind of like in inception or uh, interstellar when the big reveal and you're like, Matt Damon, Matt yeah. Damon. It's yeah. like kind of distracts you. Cause you're like, that's, that's Matt Damon. It's like, I just saw him in another space movie and now he is in this space movie. <laughs> He's like, well, Ben was in Armageddon, so I had to be in something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, yeah. Did, did you notice? So, you know how he's in the the room they're in with all the mm-hmm. screens? Mm-hmm. In the first movie, you see the room with all the screens, and then the camera goes into it? Yeah. I don't know if it's supposed to be that, but someone oh, pointed that out. 100% supposed to be that. Whether yeah. that, whether it's been intentional or it's like, you know how, yeah. we went, you know how we did that in the first movie? What if that yeah. was? <laughs> I, I mean, intentional when they made the first movie. Yeah. I do love that in the first one when the camera goes into the screen. Yeah. That's a very cool effect. Everything's computers and screens in this in the in this movie, so why not have it be that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I absolutely love. I always forget it because uh, there's so much other cool stuff in Revolutions. But the fight in the beginning when they're in a club hell and they uh, jump upside down on the ceiling is so cool. It's just so killer. The wire work is very bad in this movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it's yeah. Very bad. It's really bad, <laughs> especially the scene when neo fights um i can't think it was uh sarif or whatever the the dude who's like the bodyguard of the oracle mm-hmm. when they like have that little unnecessary fight yeah. um when they jump on the tables the yeah. Is, yeah yeah it yeah, like, yeah. And that that fight's totally unnecessary yeah both, both yeah every time they're doing the wire work and and it's 
they went with the uh, simulated camera for like their effects and stuff this time, and it really screws up some of the cool visuals from that original movie. What do you mean uh, the simulated? Like the, the digital stuff? It, the camera isn't like it's not like they're doing a practical camera for a lot of the. Oh yeah, totally yeah. Stuff. They, they use, oh yeah. It's a, yeah, they're using a you know basically, a, you know. CG cameras, basically. So, oh yeah, like like when when Neo's on the pole and he's like circling around and they're all yeah. digital and you're yeah, like you're you're almost there, guys. You're almost there. Yeah, it's like, but it's 2003, so they would have been working on it and you know, end of 01, 2002, doing a lot of this digital effects and stuff. Where things weren't quite there yet for some of this high end stuff. They were really swinging yeah. for the fences visually on this movie. They yeah. used the Attack of the Clones camera for that. Yeah, and, or maybe uh, it was the next model. I don't know, but I know that they used yeah. they used it for a couple shots. Like when everything's all digital, they they went for it. Yeah, once I, when Neo gets that pole, that is so bad. Yeah, <laughs> like when he bad. when he pulls it out of the ground, he hits that guy, then all the concrete falls off, and then like yeah. the move when he like hits the guy and he like drops it on their shoulders and he like yeah. punches the other guys, then he hits them and then it falls and he kicks it into somebody. And, and I guess in a lot of such because like the effects of like. When he's about to fly and he's making the rippling effect and everything, mm. it looks bad. But I guess he is take. It's all taking place in a simulation, yeah. so you get to sort of play with some of the rules of reality with this. Like it looks bad, mm. but he is manipulating a computer program. So yeah, okay, whatever. yeah, 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 it's yeah. Like it's you know, it's yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'll, I'll, I'll let you slide on that. It still looks bad, but. At least I can give it an in-universe explanation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. There's um, there's uh, the, the when they're in Zion, when they're down in the cave, and the and there's the camera right behind them, and like when Morpheus and um, I don't know who else gives a speech. That's um, that's like a really every time I look at that, I'm like, God, that's the worst blue screen. I watched the making it's, of. It's not blue screen. No. I mean, like way out there is, but like. For the foreground, that's all real, and I'm like, why does this look so bad? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, Boy, I didn't know that wasn't blue screen. I know it looks, like it looks like that, in it heat looks like in heat when they're when De on the balcony talking yeah. to her. It yeah. looked it looked like that kind of blue screen. Like but was, it wasn't or, or like or like matte painting or something. Like, but it's not. That's I guess the same. lighting was just bad. Yeah, it must have just been real bad, and maybe just like not the best set design. I guess. Uh, I, you I know, don't know. Boy, that's surprising to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. Know. I mean, maybe uh, hell. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they were they're real in the front, but. So when they shot them from the crowd, they were there. But maybe when they went behind, I don't know. I, I swear I saw them the same angle, but it was all real. You know, um, Lawrence Fishburne for some reason his acting's kind of weird in this movie. Yeah. He like does way more of the like kind of robot. Like he kind of does it in the first one, but in this one he like way does it. Yeah, he overdoes the stoic, emotionless. Yeah, kind of like because like he has the speech. Where he's do where he's like just in the weird tattered robe with mm-hmm. all of his little ports and stuff. I am not afraid. Yeah, and it's just the whole movie is acted like the I am not afraid. I am just a robot. And yeah, it's weird. You're right. I don't know. Yeah, because when they're cause in the so, he was so good in um, the first one. Like he yeah. really fit, knew sort of he was. Be- I think he was his character was a little better in Revolutions. Mm. It's Revolutions, right? Yes. Okay. With an S. Um, <laughs> Think of a tire spinning. Revolutions. Yeah. <laughs> or anything spinning. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, yeah, but, like, Reloaded in particular, he's real bad. Yeah, he's like, that. he's like, it is because I am. And that, yeah. that, he, like, really does. I'm like, he wasn't like that in the first one, was he? Uh, to jump ahead to Revolutions, the guy, the guy that plays Bane, 
And, yeah. Uh, or wait, it's, what, what is it? It's Bane, right? What is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Bane. It just it feels weird to call somebody Bane that's not a Batman character. But it's so funny because that's a really common last name. I know. <laughs> it's like every he time is... I hear it, though, I'm like, your name's Bane? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is is he actually, like, because he he's either really doing a really good Hugo Weaving impersonation or they dubbed him. That's why that's why he got the job because he impersonated him and they're like, All right, you're you're perfect. You're doing it. It is insane. He's like, Australian. I, I honestly thought they would like were dubbing over him mm. at a point. Like he does a good doing, job. He he has the he, he knows how to enunciate like yeah. his like Hugo Weaving's uh Smith character. He has it down yeah. absolutely perfect and I was yep. blown away <laughs> yeah, by how that's good what he, he did. was. And that's what it, it, was how he got of, it. it was one of my favorite parts of Revolution. <laughs> that that thing I was like, wow, he is this is entertaining. I really like this. <laughs> I love that when he uh, when he finally uh fights Neo yeah. with the electricity and burns his eyes and stuff. They're like, oh no, what's he gonna do? And then it's cool because you can see in the matrix that he sees it in code. Yeah. And then he's like walking towards him and he Bane swings and Neo ducks, and he's like, I can see you. Then it's all fire, and then it's cool that it's Smith. But it's cool that he can, like, still... I mean, that obviously shows he's actually the one, because even in the real world, he can still still see people's fire energy or whatever. I thought thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The coolest part, hands down, is Morgan Freeman with a samurai sword and a fucking machine gun. (laughs) Like, when... Because he he goes for the sword, and you're like... He, like, grabs it, and you're like, oh, yeah. And then I think he drops it a couple times, and he keeps going for it. You're like, when's he gonna pull this out? And then, like, that shot when he gets up, and he's, like, got them both out, and you're from his back on the on-ramp, and the car's coming, you're like, oh, yeah, he's gonna... And he doesn't do much with it, but it's cool. Just that image is cool. (laughs) I do like that you called him Morgan Freeman. Uh, Did I? Yeah. (laughs) They have the same initials. And they're, they're both about the same age and black. <laughs> uh, I, to be Did fair, I really? yes, he called him Morgan Freeman, and I, I had to think about it for a second. I'm like, I saw you look confused. Yeah, I, 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 I thought you were disputing that that was the coolest part, and I was gonna <laughs> hang up on you. <laughs> uh, I am a big fan of any time a sword comes into play in any, <laughs> yeah. in any movie that's like non like you know, samurai movies. Like, mm. if you bring a katana into Even then. Play, <laughs> yeah. No, samurai movies, it's a given, so it's a little, uh, like, you know, like, you, you see it, but, like, when it's, a, when it's like, a white dude or something in some weird mm. action movie, and it's like, oh, he's got a sword, what's he gonna do? And in this one, he, like, cuts open a van with it. It's like, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. do it. Yeah, he blows it up, like, flips over, and then the, autom- or the machine gun pistol. I remember the Mythbusters uh, tried to recreate the, uh, two trucks slamming into each other head on, oh, on Mythbusters. That was fun. That was, that's where Matrix was in pop culture at this time. <laughs> you, had to, you had to actually prove if the science of what happens in the Matrix is real. <laughs> if that would actually happen. That's so, the detail it's, that's so good, like yeah. the, the uh, ripple effect on the yeah. trailers. Yeah. It looks, you know, it definitely looks computer, but again, yeah. we're in the Matrix, so... I can give it an in a universe explanation. Yeah. It looks a little I think, wonky, but I think everything pretty much looks good except for the people, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a fun little mistake in there when uh, Morgan Freeman stabs the. I mean, I did it again. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> stabs the. You can edit that out for me so it doesn't sound like a racist. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when he stabs the side of the the trailer. You know, and then he stands there so he can pick up the keymaker. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because when he stabs it, it's only as far as he can lean. Then when he jumps down, it's like his whole body, and then he pulls it out again. That's up there. Those are those are good little movie things. So that's okay. 
There's nothing wrong with that. Remember, uh, what's the name of the... You, you, oh. Now, because the two of the characters in this one... And I, now I'm going to have to look up Matrix Reloaded and see... I might know. I might know. I character names, because I don't... I might know. You, you probably... The, Mer- the Merovingians? Yeah, it's, the, it's the Jada Pinkett Smith character. Oh, Naomi. Uh, Niobe and... She is so cool. She's so badass. Like when she's driving or flying at the end. Oh man, yeah. she's so cool. I, she is... She's in the new one, which I can't wait for. She is the uh, main character of the video game that we talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is it's very interesting because, yeah. You're, you like uh, follow her journey to the freeway. Yeah. Yes, it's exactly what it is. You're following... Yeah. So it's really weird because you kind of like... This game came out at around, let's see, the game came out. It's in out, between them. It's in between them. Yeah. The game came out May 14th, 2003. So this came out the day before the movie came out. Oh, uh, yeah. Reloaded came out. So if you got the game early enough and played through it its entirety, mm. you got to see a good chunk of them, uh, like weird alternate angles. Of, yeah. Like the movie, because like there are scenes where things are like you're. I think the meeting in the scenes, beginning, the meeting and yeah. some of the hallway stuff, and then obviously the uh, the finale of the game is on the uh, um, freeway and stuff. Yeah, it's it's really interesting what they did with that. We talked about it last time. But, yeah, um, it's 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 funny that it's like you have all of these characters back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they uh, yeah they shot at the same time obviously just while they were making it. Yeah. They uh, they built that freeway. <laughs> And then yeah, they donate. Yes. Then they donated the wood to uh, Mexico or Mexico. something. I read that. Yeah. I read that for uh, low cool. income housing. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, the Wachowskis are really cool. I always, I always thought they were dicks because they didn't want to talk. But then I got a little older and I was like, well, I don't want to talk either. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and then like everything they say is always like really positive and like inspirational. And they're like, don't sound like they're full of themselves or anything. Yeah, uh, they have and, insightful and, things to say. Yeah, and I mean, it makes sense that they wouldn't want to just be out there knowing what we know about them now. Yeah, um, like, and, and even if that it wasn't it, it's just yeah. like, I don't want to talk either. Yeah, and there's nothing like, you know, and it's one of those things like, if our movies can't talk for us, for themselves, and what are we even doing kind of thing? Yeah, like, well, they said every time they explained it, people would go, oh, I thought it was this. And then they're like, we don't want to mess with that. Yeah, okay, we're done with this. Yeah, it's not mess with people's yeah. perceptions of reality. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Naobi's extremely cool, and I love her little background with Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, and um, uh, I can't remember that guy's name. Can't remember the, the guy. He was in Man of Steel. Um, I, I know his name. It's like yeah. uh, Stone or something. But anyways, their their whole little thing's cool because it doesn't really go anywhere, but it kind of adds an extra layer. Yeah. And then uh, and and I like Z and um, the kid. Yeah. It's funny. Everyone has a name except for the kid. <laughs> I, I guess the uh, Neo doesn't care what his name is. He's like, whatever. This guy just keeps driving me crazy. Yeah. Keeps cock blocking me at every chance. Yeah. Like, but um, I like following them because they're like secondary characters, so they could definitely die. Like, you don't think that, you know, Morpheus yeah. or whatever's going to die. Yeah. But then with them, they could. And then it's cool. You're following them separately. And then they meet at the very end of it, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. And oh man, the the siege is so cool! Like when the swarms of the sentinels just keep like shooting in, like one one after the other. Yeah, so cool. The sentinels look way better this time around. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously, some years have passed and yeah, things, but uh, yeah, they got like, matrix money now. Yeah, they got that matrix money now. What what did <laughs> how much did Reloaded cost? I know it made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Budget one hundred and twenty-seven to one hundred and fifty million. Oh yeah, and that's just for Reloaded. That's not Revolutions, even though they 
film them at the same time. They each yeah. have separate budgets. Yeah. And Revolutions was 110 to 150 million. So Jeez. you know you've got almost 300 million dollars tied up across two movies. Jeez. Um, they, it's, um... it's insane the drop off from Reloaded yeah. Revolutions. I, I think the first week of Revolutions or the second week it drops off like 60 percent or something. Yeah. Which is really funny. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Oh, but most people I talk to like Revolutions way more than Reloaded. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the one that they like. But I think it's and it's funny because uh, I was reading and it was like when it came out, it was pretty. When Reloaded came out, it was pretty well received. Oh, by, was it by critics? Mm. It seems like, but it has a, a cinema score of B plus. Yeah, which means that, and that's having people give their opinion about about it on their way out. Yeah. Of the movie and everything. And B plus is like, it's, that's kind of significant because most movies don't get lower than an A. There's only been like, Mm. I forget, there's been 20 movies in history that have gotten F's. (laughs) Um, So like most, most movies rank from A plus to A minus. So like when um, Rise of Skywalker was a B plus, Mm -hmm. that was pretty significant because, Mm. Every Star Wars, even the ones that people don't like, the lowest they got was A minus. You know, oh, like, yeah. you know, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones were all like A minuses and stuff. Mm. And this is a B plus, which means a lot of people didn't like Reloaded coming out of it. And word uh, of mouth was okay. probably really bad. And also, it came out in a time where a lot of big movies were also coming out. Bigger movies were coming out. By the uh. time you get to Revolutions, uh, that's when. Uh, uh, Fellowship comes out. Then, what, was three? No, that, that, no, that, 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 you're thinking. Towers? I think I think Return of the King. Of oh the no, wait. Turn, no, you're right. You're right. Two yeah. towers. Two towers. Because Fellowship was oh one. Yeah, November. Uh, yeah. So you have. And, it and feels like it was the next year because they came out like right before yeah. the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, they don't give yeah. a damn about those movies. <laughs> you did then. I did. I did. I did. So don't, don't try to act like you didn't. No, no, never. And we also had... Uh, I, I, I gave a damn about those. I didn't give a damn about The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I flopped. My interests have changed. <laughs> Matrix, Re- Matrix Revolutions comes out November 5th. Elf comes out then. <laughs> Looney like, we, we can't compete with Elf. Can't compete with Elf. <laughs> uh, and... Yeah, I'm trying to think. Now I have to look up which... Uh... Two thousand and three was Return of the King. Yeah, two thousand and three was Return of the King. I thought I really thought it was two towers, but yeah. But oh. I guess it makes sense that it would have been two thousand and three because that's when I graduated, and that's when we saw Return of the King because we saw yes. we saw Passion of the Christ <laughs> as well, <laughs> like back to back with that. I saw that was on uh, Amazon. I was like, I watch that again. I was like, eh, I don't think so. Yeah, I watched it twice, and that's enough. I watched it with you. <laughs> And then I watched it with my parents when it came out on DVD. Ah. It was, I'm like, that's all I ever need to watch. Like, uh, I don't remember it necessarily Christ. being like, I, I mean, I remember it being good, but I don't know if it was it's like, well, watchably good. It's, yeah, it's well made, but that doesn't necessarily make make something a watchable. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like Raging Bully, like, that was great, but I never have to watch that again. Exactly. <laughs> or something like that. 2003 <laughs> was a massive year for movies. <laughs> there, <was> some, <laughs> there were some big movies that came out that year. That doesn't necessarily mean you know, uh, like big, uh, like you know, staying power. But yeah, what overall, we there were some huge movies, and like, um, 
I mean, Revolution still did better than, uh, you know, it's still in the top ten of that year. It's totally, just, yeah. Compared to Reloaded, it it's like it made almost three hundred million less than yeah. Reloaded, which is insane. Well, I mean, what they were doing was, I mean, nobody did that where they released the movie six months apart from each other. It's fun. Kill Bill came out the same year. Oh, did it really? Yeah, came out. Well, the they they didn't intend to release those separately. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, yeah, or so we've been told. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that's true, but. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah as we was, know about Tarantino's cocaine habit now. But, yeah. but uh, Reloaded was, like, the highest grossing R-rated movie for a decade. Yeah, yeah, really. That's yeah, it, was, it was huge when it came out, yeah. I remember. It was. Obviously, it, being it, in high school, everybody was super into it. it, it except beat, for me. It beat Terminator 2 Judgment Day, and it was the highest grossing R-rated film of all time until Deadpool came out in 2016. Mm. <laughs> they said Terminator 2 Judgment Day, and I was like, did you just do a Lawrence Fishburne, Morgan Freeman thing there? And I was like, oh, wait, for R-rated movies, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that was a long-standing R-rated movie. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> there's a long-standing between, but like from Terminator 2 to Matrix, and then from Matrix to Deadpool, it was, you know, it's a decade, but still, yeah. You know, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. That's genuinely impressive. Yeah, um, but it's now like we're that. at that. We're now that we're at that stage where there's going to be, you know, increasingly more R, high-grossing R-rated movies going forward. Mm. But, uh, uh, who knows what the future holds for the film industry after all of this is said and done? It's yeah, rough for I know. a lot of people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, was, I, I thought that. I was like, I guess this will probably be the end of theaters, but. And they've been saying that since TV, and uh, time and time again, they people have proved that they love going to the movies. People love going to the movies. It's People like having an excuse to get out, and mm-hmm. you know whether it be from a movie or dinner. It's like, you can cook at home, but we still go out for dinner. And <laughs> you can just watch a movie at home, but we still go out to the theaters. That's true, yeah. 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 You can watch Phantom of the Opera on stage at home, but <laughs> go yeah. out to the, the theater yeah. to see it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I could see it happening, but I, I saw, also don't. I saw Disney was saying it was doing the whole like when it when th- when theaters start reopening, we may re-release the last two Avengers movies to theaters. As I go, welcome back to theaters, and like, shut up. As much as I absolutely love those movies, it's like, okay, chill out, guys. <laughs> like, what's good? What they want? <laughs> we need to ensure that we'll make some money. So yeah. let's just put a hit back out there. So we've had to delay everything till no, like you know, Black Widow was supposed to be out like in a couple of weeks, and now, oh it's, yeah, now it's you know fall. And I was actually looking forward to the Scooby Doo movie that was coming out. <laughs> it yeah, kind of fun, but now, but it, you know, it's they're going straight digital, so in like a couple of weeks you'll be able to just buy it digitally. And yeah. Like, yeah, all right. Uh, all all the movies. Obviously, I'm pissed about Bond, but I am really pissed that Matrix Four isn't being made. Yeah. <laughs> it's on hold. It's on hold. Uh, yeah. Well, I remember. I thought I remembered everybody died in the end of this, but no, I mean, Neo's still there and, uh, the, um, and the, the machines are still there and the war is just on hold. So there's definitely a lot more stuff that can be done. Yeah. Everything's just, there's just a ceasefire has been granted. Yeah. That's it. Which which is cool. I thought it was a realistic kind of, instead of having just decimating the bad guys, they're still there. They're just not fighting anymore. Yeah. Well, um, in the in the video game scenes, because on the Blu-ray they, they have all the scenes, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the little girl Satie that he mm-hmm. talks to in the train station. 
um, when the Oracle's talking to Naomi about her, and she says she's going to be very important for the future. So I wonder <laughs> if that's going to be the fourth one. Yeah. If anything to do with that. Be fun. Yeah. Like, I don't know because she's talking to the Oracle at the very end of it. So yeah, I mean, yeah, the whole yeah, the yeah. I mean, they 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 made sure to shove her in a lot of scenes. Yeah, in, uh, this movie you saw a lot of that little girl. Uh, yeah, and. Yeah, I mean, anything's possible. I mean, when you have something as grandiose as this, you know. Yeah. So. It's funny, that little girl's in an Office episode. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a couple days ago, and I was like, wait, that's Satie. <laughs> <laughs> I had read that she was in it, but I totally forgot. Yeah. So it's a few years later, so she's a little bit older, but it's still funny to see her. Uh, yeah, um... Yeah, so I'm very excited for the next one because there's definitely a lot that can be done. And and, and Carrie Ann Moss is in it, so yeah. I don't know if she's going <laughs> to be a program or yeah. what. It's, it, yeah, I mean, it seems like it's like everyone that's like important to the flow of the Matrix is a program in some way, shape, or form. So like, yeah, the Oracle and the Architect and the One and all of that are all just like programs. Yeah, so maybe he remakes her as a program or something. Again, it's Tron. I mean, Tron Tron Legacy <laughs> proved that there's you have a million outs when everything is, involves a computer. Oh like, yeah, yeah. It'd be funny if they just had young Keanu Reeves in it. Like they actually <laughs> just bring in actual like 1999 Keanu Reeves, like <laughs> digitally, to be still living in the Matrix. <laughs> um, shit, what was I gonna say? Um. <laughs> Oh, shit, I forgot. Well, Lawrence Fishburne's not in the new one, which is weird because yeah. he's not dead. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we don't. We I don't. We do. We know what the time frame is for the new Matrix. I mean, no. I mean, between now and then, he could have just died. I mean, it's not that. Um, <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Died. And who knows? He could be in it, and they're just not revealing it. Or I don't, I mean, it, wouldn't it be a. It wouldn't be a weird secret though. Like, why would you hide it? It's not like. Yeah. It's not like. Uh, he died. It's not like Carrie, you know, uh, Keanu Moss actually dies. Who dies in the movie, and all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, she's back. And you're like, but we yeah. saw her die. It was yeah. an, it was a crucial part of the one yeah. story that she had to die. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, again, that's another thing that's kind of funny with um, the kind of paralleling Star Wars, <laughs> where it's got the the dream of seeing your mm-hmm. wife getting killed. Yeah. Just funny. I mean, they came out so quickly. There's no yeah. way they could have been ripping each other off. Yeah. It's just funny though. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he could have died or I don't know. He could be out there and they're looking for him or. It's going to be like, million it's going to be couldn't... like, uh, what you, uh, Star Wars, the force awakens or something, or he's in the last scene and doesn't have a word, but they did announce that he's in the, <laughs> Well, they haven't said he's in it, so they're not trying to tease you with it. <laughs> um, I know that um, uh, the Merovingian's in it. Yeah. Um, I hope Monica Bellucci's in it. <laughs> I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the uh, cast right now. We've got Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, Lambert, she's in it, which is yeah. cool. Lambert Wilson, which is the Merovingian. Let's see. Um, if, uh, if, if, Harris is in it. Oh yeah! It, it, the great thing is, uh, if you love Sense Eight, pretty much everybody from that show's in it. <laughs> Looking them up, I'm like, they're uh, on it. Uh, Pantoliano says he wants to return to the franchise. Of course you do. So you died in the first one. <laughs> yeah, 
He's also in Sensei. Maybe it's a maybe it's a Dracula situation with her where he just finds this girl that looks just like her and he wants to, <laughs> wants to bring her into his life. <laughs> he creates his own Carrie Ann Moss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I never know. Oh, Hugo Weaving's not in it, which I mean, you could do a million hey. things, but yeah. he did definitely die in that. Yeah, he, yeah. All all eight billion of them blew up. So yeah. Oh my God, that fight is. So epic. That la- yeah, that is my of of the two. That is my favorite part of the movie. Is their final weird Ooh. rainfall lightning nonsense. So fight. cool. It's just so visually so, stunning. Every time they do the water, whatever that is, like yeah. the bubble where it rises up and then explodes, they do it like four times in a row. And I was like, it's "Keep doing it. This time. is so cool. <laughs> this is keep doing it. This is so. This is too I really, cool." It, it looks incredibly stupid, but also incredibly awesome at the same time. I absolutely loved. <laughs> When he did the slow motion punch, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was cool. And the rain through, drops, yeah, cutting yeah. through the rain, and then when it makes contact with his face, and just yeah. like the way they have his fist just go so deep into his face, yeah, just, <laughs> it's, it's very well, cheesy, but also like, yeah, I'm here for this. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's cool because since Smith is a robot, he doesn't under like he says like you know the point of human life is to die because in his mind you live and then you die that's all there is to it which is is, which is such a robotic way of thinking and then uh, oh real quick and then then neo's thing he's like why do you keep going he's like because i choose to (laughs) like that's one thing that they can't understand which is choice which i thought was really cool yeah is smith a just straight up robot or is it like a program i think he's just a program because they're in the matrix so he's just digital you know but he's just a program Again, it's Tron where, you know, Clue or whatever, just evil uh, oh, yeah. program that's... Or, what was oh, what was uh, Flynn's robot's name in Tron? I always forget. It was like, that mm. became him later on or whatever. Yeah. Wasn't that, was that Clue? Or no, that was a different one. Clue. No, I mean, it was Clue. What we yeah, 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 yeah. CLU, so yeah. Yeah, CLU, because it was in, yeah. So, yeah, it's like, it's the same kind of concept of Clue. It's like in the... Yeah. In, but, you know... It's almost as if Tron Legacy stole a lot of the stuff from the Matrix sequels, which they absolutely <laughs> did. Uh, yeah. Tron Legacy really ch- sort of took the concept they had in the Matrix and but condensed it down into their Disney version of this. Oh, which yeah. is perfectly fitting since they even, like, you know, the original Tron was a reference point for the original Matrix and stuff. Yeah. They really doubled down on the kung fu stuff yes the kung fu style because like i was gonna bring it up with the wire work because that there's like they jump and they land there's like no impact they just like ding and then they're just off running like come on guys put a little bit of effort into it it's very like or or even like the yeah the chinese like hong kong cinema stuff with like crouching tiger house of flying daggers and stuff oh yeah it makes more sense in the matrix that they're so weightless when they're moving around and stuff yeah because again it, they're just manipulating ones and zeros and doing whatever they need to. Whereas but it doesn't look like that in the first one, though. No, it doesn't. Like, yeah. But so it's, it just looks hella too, fake. Yeah, they got too confident and it suffered a little bit. This really is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and they they do the kung fu zoom like a lot, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, guys, yeah. this is like second unit was just uh, really going for it. On yeah. That. Yeah, and it gets old pretty quick, and you're like, okay, and then the. Um, I don't know if that's the Bruce Lee, but the uh, Tony the the come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do that a lot. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and you're like, okay, guys. I mean, like I said, I mean, th- th- there's problems in these for sure, but I mean, for me, but I, I absolutely love them. Even though there's 
definitely more problems than most movies that I love, but they definitely don't outweigh what's good about it. There's just little kind of things that happens when you, you know, shoot for a year straight, and, <laughs> which is never really a good idea. And definitely, well, and making like a four and a half hour movie is not really a good idea either. Like, and it wasn't presented as that. It wasn't like, here's part one, here's part two. Yeah. Like, it should have just probably made it a one movie to watch. Yeah. Can't get can't get mad at a movie though with with exoskeletons, you know, like uh, power loaders from aliens and stuff. You know? Oh yeah, it's yeah, pretty good. It's yeah, pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, M- Mifuni, that guy's cool. Yeah, it yeah. is a little. It was a little disappointing to have that the. Um, it was a little sad to have the Oracle change, like. Yeah, because I mean yeah, that wasn't their fault. Of course, not their fault, but it's just always <laughs> no. like it, it is like when you see it, it's like ah, oh, that's right, she died, and now yeah, it actress. sucks. And they have to mention it in the movie, which, like, that shit yeah. looks different. And I'm like, I think you could have just ignored it. Like, Yeah, yeah. You could've, you could've, like, it makes it weirder for some reason. They explain it more in that video game thing, but yeah, in in, in the movie, yeah. Yeah, that, I was reading something about that. They're like, we either don't say something about it, or we do say something about it. Yeah. But I guess they that establishes in the Matrix you can change your image or whatever. Yeah, it makes no sense why she would. It's just, you can and yeah. so she did, and that seems weird. So <laughs> Yeah, well, she died. I think this isn't about she died. She tried to make a deal with the Merovingian, and then she got killed and came back or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the Oracle, just the uh, trusting, old, sweet, wise grandma <laughs> making cookies. Um, and <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a little controversial because it's something that happens in a lot of movies where when you have the all-knowing sort of... Um, there's always in a lot of movies a black character that is uh to use an offensive term it's the official term like that people use for it it's like the magical negro kind of Mm. thing is what they go was what they call it because you get that in a lot of movies where it's like it is they're more in touch with things and like (laughs) they know more and uh, you know and so it just sort of becomes a uh, a trope that a lot of mm. that you see a lot of movies do, and it was like, and they just went for it one hundred percent in this. Like they didn't try to change that concept in any way, shape, or form. Mm. You know, it's just this but, complete sort of Uncle Remus situation that mm. oh, so many movies and stuff do mm. that. It, but there's so many black people in these movies. It's know, not like but, she's yeah, the only one. Yeah, but you know, at a certain point, there should be like knowing full well that that's a sort of common criticism a lot of movies have. They could have tried something a little different than just the typical trope of that type yeah. of character, but you know, <laughs> it didn't bother people. I mean, it didn't really bother people that much. It's just like you know, it's just one of those tropes that would have been nice if you just sort of didn't do it. But you yeah. did it, and there's nothing we can do. So. Well, maybe they did something that most people on the internet don't consider that they just picked the right actor for the part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is pretty funny to talk about diversity in movies. And look at The Matrix. That is one diverse-ass movie. And that is way before that was a thing. Or way before well, it, it was a like, hot the, topic. The sequels were way more diverse than the original one. But the original one's got a lot, though. It's it's, yeah, it's a, no, it's a not, not racial just, rainbow. Yeah, kind of. You got APOC. You got the Oracle. You got Lawrence Fishburne. You got, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're all white, but... Well, the the crew of the uh, Nebuchadnezzar, which they say way too much in the in the, in the they reloaded. Sure, they make sure to call. They make sure to call out every ship's name as much as they possibly can. <laughs> Especially the Nebuchadnezzar, yeah. which I think on the making of they always call it the Neb, 
and you're like, yeah, that, that would have been better because that's that's a lot of syllables to throw out there all the time. They're like, I think it's when um, Locke, Locke is talking to the council. is like, what about the Nebuchadnezzar? And they're like, you, you know where the Nebuchadnezzar is? He's like, we have to stop the Nebuchadnezzar. like, stop saying Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> you guys have said it too many times. <laughs> Driving me crazy. <laughs> it's, um, oh, what is Nebuchadnezzar? It's, it's, it's a um, Bible thing. Yes, I just um, read it, but I forgot what it was already. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's all it's all something. Every, everything they have is something. Yeah, <laughs> which is cool because they take from so many different things in religion and mythology. Yeah, I think, have book, a... I think it's Book of Daniel or something like that. I don't. Mm. Not... Well, if you notice when they go into the club in the beginning of Revolutions, it's called Hell because the P is broken. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's just missing one L. But in Viking mythology, Hell is a place where the dead go, and it's yeah. not like the christian hell it's not bad it's just yeah. a place that you go where it's just you're not really doing anything yeah. it's basically like limbo yeah, because, um, because the goal is to is uh is not is to not die they're <laughs> like here too or is it the goat of a that's that's the that's the good afterlife but hell is just like boring nothing hell is basically purgatory like in christian beliefs hell is kind of purgatory where it's just kind of nonsense it's nothing yeah i think so yeah and, it's it's, it's not what you you don't get to fight and then if, eat all day. Yeah, if you di- yeah if yeah if you just die a normal death, you go to hell. But yeah, just... there might be other places I'm not, I don't remember anymore, but I don't. I, I mean, I, yeah. It's just a strange coincidence that they have two afterlives with the same spelling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, that freeway scene is just absolutely killer. Yeah, it's cool. It's... Yeah. It's very cool. I still like the final fight with Smith and oh yeah Neo more than the oh yeah. Well, that scene. one that one has emotional context. The freeway scene doesn't. It's just cool. It's fun. To, it was fun to see um, Smith get scared, like because he's mostly uh, emotionless, yeah. and then like he's actually worried in the fight and everything. It's really cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, it, it was cool because um, I'm sure other movies, but definitely uh, for me, like Man of Steel definitely took what they did in that and took it to the next step. Or just pretty much the same kind of stuff flying around, but with better special effects. Not that they're bad in The Matrix or anything. They're just not quite 100% yet. Yeah. They definitely go for it, though, in these movies, which is cool. <laughs> even, even with the concept of making the one giant movie. Yeah. Everything. I mean, that was a, a pretty ambitious idea. Yeah. It's, and then, it's, like, it's, Pirates of the Caribbean did it, and I don't know. Pirates of the though, Caribbean but... came out the same time as this movie. Did it? Yeah. The first Pirates of the Caribbean came out. I mean, the uh, sequels, how they meant the yeah. sequel, the yeah. next two. Yeah. The Curse of the Black Pearl came out the same year as this. Oh, yeah. So then the next, and then they're like, hey, let's make our uh, double sequels yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I don't know like, what it is with movies. They're like, we need a trilogy. So we have one, so let's just shoot out the next two. <laughs> we'll yeah. just do it in one go. Yeah. Real kind of. It's never worked. Like no, even in the sense of the Matrix. I mean, look how unsuccessful the experiment was for the Matrix. Yeah, like it may have worked in terms of uh, thematic storytelling, but it certainly yeah. didn't work in terms of money made. Yeah, totally. And like I said, I mean, I absolutely love them, but <laughs> I don't think it was the best way to go about it. Like, I think those problems that I have with it would have been fixed if they, you know, took it one movie at a time. Yeah, yeah if I think if I think if. Reloaded was made independently from Revolutions. You probably mm-hmm. had a more sound movie, like mm-hmm. more like okay, we because you're making a movie knowing full well that in six months 
anything that you don't wrap up here is going to be wrapped up there. There's going to be, there's, you have no wait time. So have cliffhangers and set up after set up after set up. It's just, yeah. And every scene is setting up something for the next movie. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work. Like, no. because you know well, the... full well that you have the next movie to fall back on in just a few months. Because yeah. even then, what, Matrix would have been in theaters for like, you know, back in this time. It's still, you know, three months or something. Probably would have still been in there. <laughs> probably would have been replaced by Revolutions. Yeah, Revolutions, by the time it came out, you know, if nothing else, you know, second-run theaters are still running reloaded. Yeah. So, like, it, you people don't like to consume necessarily that way theatrically. Maybe yeah. at home. Maybe at home people are like, well, that was great, so I'll watch the next one immediately. Yeah. Or, you know, or whatever. But, like, theatrically and stuff, it's proven time and time again that people don't want to consume movies. Like, this, and with this six-month-later thing, it works for, like, the Marvel stuff. Because yeah. each one is its own independent thing. Yeah. Like, there's an overarching story or something yeah. that's going on. But each movie has its own thing, its own setup, its own... It's not like it's one... It is one massive franchise, but it's not yeah. like Captain America 2 and Captain America 3 come out six months apart. They yeah. come out years apart, but, you know, in six months will be Black Widow or something. Yeah. And then, you know, but it's independent from its own thing. It may be tied in in the yeah. end by the time you get to that next big one. But this one is just... Whenever you do these where it's like, no, it's just movie two and three back to back over a course of six months. It's never yeah. worked. I can't no. think of a time where it's ever been completely successful. Uh, I get back to the future. I don't know. Back but to the future, but yeah. Even then, those are pretty separate movies. I mean, they're yeah. definitely connected, but you know, you get, it's not just the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's a movie on its own for sure. Yeah. And yeah. back to the future two is not the best. <laughs> I, I think, I don't think anyone's like matrix reloaded is a very bad movie, but I think, the Pirates of the Caribbean 2 mm. is worse in terms of being completely unsatisfying. <laughs> yeah, that movie like, sucks. Yeah, like, it is... I had to shut that one off. It is so part one of two <laughs> that it's painful. Like, as yeah. you know, Matrix Reloaded, at least... Uh, yes, it's definitely part one of two, but at least there's Matrix stuff going on. When it's like literally like the first half of the movie, it doesn't try to be its own movie at all. Yeah, and and you just have this, you just because because uh, Pirates of the Caribbean two has all of these sort of like uh, production of a big, huge summer blockbuster movie. Mm. You know, it it just seems like it's all leading up to something, and then have it not is (laughs) like it doesn't feel like it's trying to do exposition. It just seems Mm. like it just ends. Like, it's like, okay, now we're done, so see you in a few months. Uh, and you're like, what? The, what? Wait, what? Yeah, because yeah, I remember like, watching uh, watching Reloaded after, you know, I watched the, the first one and been 20 years, and I was like, hey, let's see if this is good. And then I liked it. Um, and all these things I thought about it were that were so good. And then I watched the second one, and I was like, all that stuff that I loved wasn't there. <laughs> and then uh, and I was like, what the hell happened with this movie? And then I watched Re- Revolutions, and I was like, ah. And then I watched Reloaded again, and I was like, now I get it. <laughs> now I understand what they were doing here. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to talk about with uh, the Matrix movies from here on out? Uh, I had something. I have two yeah. things. I have something in Matrix and I have something that's completely unrelated, but I always think of it when I watch a movie. Okay. And I'm going to text you or something, but I've already started my movie. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember what the Matrix thing was. It was something with the B. Oh, it, it's funny when it's to be continued because... I mean, it is 
if you need any more evidence that it was that it's just one movie, the revolution starts and you're just continuing right where you were. There's no like intros, there's no like long kind of reveal shots. It is just right where you left off. You're just continuing right where you were. And I do love that you get a uh, post credits trailer for revolutions. Oh, you do? Yeah. At the end of the movie, there is a trailer for Matrix Revolutions after the credits. Uh, There's a post-credits scene, and it's just a trailer for Revolutions showing scenes. For I was like, I wonder if they did that. Because, you know, people think that's sort of a modern sort of Marvel thing where these post-credits scenes, they've been doing it for forever. They did it on Back to the Future. And Ferris Bueller's Day Off had a bonus scene after the credits. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Uh, you're, you're forgetting the granddaddy of them all. Yeah. Masters of the Universe. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good one. It's it a is very good one, and like you know, uh, one of my favorites, Buckaroo Bonsai, does it for us. Both of those movies that we just talked about are teasing the sequels that never happened. Uh, <laughs> I'm so waiting on that Masters of the Universe one. Yeah, and I'm waiting for Buckaroo Bonsai versus the. Uh, like yeah, the, yeah, but yeah, those um, those bastards holding us hostage for ten minutes to. Yeah. Look at all these names they don't give a goddamn about. Yeah. Uh, and, Disney, and Disney animated movies did it all the time, too. Like, Aladdin mm. has some stuff post-credits and stuff. It's like, it's just... And so, like, what, it's not surprising what? that they did... That. It's just... Um, yeah. Disney definitely stole the idea of, like, we'll just put the trailer for the next movie because I think they did that with... Um, uh, Cap- the first Captain America movie. After the end of the first Captain mm. America movie, they just have a trailer for the Avengers. <laughs> I thought it was uh, Nick Fury talking to him in the when he was that's, boxing. That's yeah, but it cuts it, but it cuts into uh, okay, okay. other scenes. Yeah, I haven't seen it since I in the theater. So, yeah. um, well, I definitely like that it evolved into the mid credit scene because yeah. you don't need much; you just need like a fade to black and the music to go, and then you show a scene. Then you go, okay, this is a little like separate it. thing. I like it. Like when Prometheus do the, does it well. I like it when they do the. Okay, the initial credits, which are usually the fancy credits with like the music yep. and the names, and then when I, those are over, I also like get, that you the credit the scene credits. isn't yeah. the beginning anymore; it's at the end, which is a yeah. good way to kind of digest the movie. In yeah, yeah, anyways. so it's it's after the fancy credits, and then after the scene, it goes to the normal. Like here's the four thousand people that did the visual effects for this movie. Yeah. at some studio in uh, Korea or something. Yeah, <laughs> that that's a good way to do it because yeah. extra scenes are cool, but when you're held hostage, yeah, it's just because, a dick like, move. Yeah, because things like uh, and like sometimes they'll put a scene even after that and it's usually just like a comedy scene or something yeah like something like it's nothing like okay that this and you and you're like okay this one's on me i knew that this was gonna happen yeah some movies you're like fuck it it's not worth waiting for this but this is a good segue into my unrelated thing now it's related okay remember back in the old days when you watch a movie and you just get one production logo before the movie started (laughs) (laughs) instead of like five like some and movie like, now, yeah. and you're like, Ugh. you've got the directors. The director typically has his own production company, so you get their <laughs> logo. You yeah. Get, you usually cons- how things are. You get one of three logos. You get the Fox, <laughs> the Disney, or the Sony. Um, yeah. MGM. Yeah, you get sometimes. the the main the main studio. The main studio, and then you get like the the distribution company's logo. Oh, and then you get the it's the Tommy Wiseau effect where he has like <laughs> two uh, logos. 
<laughs> he's got so many logos, and he just Tommy's world, like, Tommy's world, and he's just flipping through them and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, the way to do it, because it's annoying when they all have their stupid little fucking graphic that their cousin made, and then they have music with it each, mm-hmm. and then you're like, Ugh. but the way to do it is either just have it silent and just show the logo mm-hmm. or have music from the movie and just show the end logo. Don't show the whole little animation thing of it. <laughs> or like, um, uh, I guess man of steels on my mind, uh, that movie, you know, they, they tie it in like with their style and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, they all, and like in the dark Knight movies do that too. And that, that, that's a cool way to do it. I like it when, like when the main studio logo, they, they, conceptualize it to what the movie's doing or whatever like they used to be the mark of a good movie but then it like became yeah. really easy so now everybody does it which, which is cool but that doesn't mean it's a good universal movie universal used to do it a lot where they sort of manipulated the universal logo to be oh sort yeah of like or like or like uh like oh this is a period piece so we're gonna yeah. use the uh logo from the seven like joker yeah. does that or it's like we're gonna use the studio zodiac logo. zodiac does that yeah like we're gonna use the warner brothers logo from the you know early yeah. 70s and we're, yeah. we're gonna do like that i like that stuff but. yeah yeah or gladiator it's like sepia tone i always i always really liked um for the x-men movies when the fox logo disappears and the x the stays, stays around just just a half a second longer yeah than that was cool. really cool it's yeah. dumb but i like it a lot that was no no it's cool it's cool yeah. hey they go out of the way in that movie to point out every single x that is around <laughs> like what and um in the last, well, not the last one because I haven't seen that, but the one before that, the apocalypse. apocalypse, yeah, when they like throw the steel bars and it makes the X, like, yeah, they, they're always going for that X in those movies. Oh, it's they, 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 they are trying to be as X many as possible, especially oh, yeah. some of these later ones that people don't typically like, like Apocalypse and Dark Apocalypse Phoenix is cool stuff, because, <laughs> like, I, I don't know, I, I like those ones because they're super comic booky. They're they're oh, really good. Fu- they're really fun and they're having fun with the idea of comic book heroes and stuff so and sort of yeah. trying to make them visually more exciting than than a lot of other yeah comic book movies are trying to do but oh yeah yeah everything is dead the, the, serious that's the, that's the thing like comic books like especially marvel comics are tend to be a little more light and uh so they try to shove too much of that into the disney stuff Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's 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 a fine line for sure. It's a fine line. I mean, it doesn't bother me so much, but so there, yeah. like, there are certain movies where it's like, ah, you could have done without this or that. You, you want to know what strikes the balance perfectly? Spider Man. Spider Man. The original well, Sam Raimi Spider Man strikes that balance perfectly. The, the, the thing with those Spider Man is like Sam Raimi's really good at, you know, his like serious, everything he does. Yeah, like <laughs> well. For the most part. For the most uh, part, for the most part. He's a great uh, director. Yeah. So, like, being able to, like, he's always been humorous. Like, you know, Evil Dead <laughs> 2 is a serious horror movie with a big sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Army of Darkness went too far in the sense of humor part, but... Way too I far. Still, I, I still enjoy it, but it is a little too silly, but yeah. it's still good. Um, and, yeah, it works really well for Spider-Man, because that's, Spider-Man books have always been a hybrid of very funny and deathly serious and a lot of times mm. the humor is supposed to be like because peter parker is a character that's hurt he's really hurt it's like batman yeah. you know he has he, he has this responsibility because he kind of in a way was responsible for the death of his uncle mm. and he feels that way so like him snip like trying to make light of this very serious situation when he's fighting and being funny and 
um, and stuff. Like yeah. they don't do they don't do that part in the movies. Like when he's mm. fighting and cracking jokes and stuff, he don't really do it's that. Is a little bit. Not barely. Uh, they do, they more do it to Peter Parker proper. Like they, mm. when he's not Spider Man is when the the humor comes out of mm. things and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, the modern Spider-Mans actually do it, uh, like the, mm. the Sony Marvel uh, ones, the Tom Holland Spider-Mans. Oh, yeah. Are probably closer in, like, tone to what, like, a 90s comic book Spider-Man would be. Mm. Um, so. Well, I always, I always think that the best comic book adaptions are the ones that don't necessarily, like, do word for word from the book. They just kind of make their own, you know, take yeah, bits and pieces, because that's kind of what comics are anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know, but, so but many writers involved. But, like, but like the first Spider-Man movie is very much just yeah, the comic that's true, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's uh, true. Almost none of the Marvel ones, <laughs> like none of the none of the Disney Marvel ones, like outside of concepts conceptually being comic mm. books, there are there's so few times where mm. they're really going for adaptions. Like, uh, okay. like the like the Infinity War stuff is so vaguely and Civil mm. War. Are just so vaguely uh, what they were doing in the comics and stuff. Like uh, the X Men ones are kind of touch more uh, in comic book stuff than mm. the Disney Marvel ones. Uh, yeah, the DC ones are mostly always never anything. They're just yeah, totally. They're they're they're, hard, they're they're they are never adaptions of comic book stories. Never. Yeah, happen. Um, yeah. It, it's always weird, like because there is like Wonder Woman is about as close as you get to mm. following a co- like comic book sort of continuity for yeah um it's weird but yeah uh, that's another one that i'm sad that oh was, yeah like, yeah totally wonder woman 84 not 84 yeah. it's funny because the machine is in motion and they can't stop it so when you go to the store right now you're being inundated uh. With Wonder Woman merchandise. It's like, here's Doritos with Wonder Woman on them. Here's the Wonder Woman Lego sets. Here's, like, candy with the Wonder Woman logo. It's like, there's Wonder uh, Woman stuff everywhere. And it's like... You're like, so what's this for? I don't know. Wonder Woman's cool. I'll, yeah. I'll get some Doritos. Yeah, yeah. It's like, the machine's in process. We can't stop it. You could, but it's like, well, whatever. It's still going to be there when the movie hits theaters. Are they going to keep producing that stuff or do it again when the movie comes out? Keep, I just think they're going to keep producing that stuff. Yeah, because, like... Well. Because, like, the Ghostbusters merchandise is starting to roll out. Like, toys and stuff uh, yeah. that, that were supposed to be part of the new movie that's coming out very soon. But none of that's happening. But you're starting to see toys hit shelves and stuff. Yeah. Wonder Woman just becomes the logo for Doritos after a while. Yeah. Just, kind of, everyone just kind of, yeah, just becomes, It just like, becomes synonymous. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder would, Woman Doritos. That would be so good. I'd be so in for that. Just... just it's like Peter Pan peanut butter, Wonder oh, yeah. Woman Doritos. And then... The Indian on the butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess they took off. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the, I guess the, that's one thing there's they decided more, to do there's right nothing, now. There's nothing more hilarious than seeing people get angry about it. Like, but, <laughs> oh, that but, it's gone? That it's gone. And they say the most like insane <laughs> things. Like, we were a Lando Lakes family, but no more. Like, what do you mean you... <laughs> What? Like, wait, does the butter taste the same? Okay, that's all I care about. Yeah, but it's like, like nobody's a Land O'Lakes family unless you're, unless you're. Really buy one kind of butter. Yeah, unless your husband. You want, you want butter? Our family goes for whichever one's on sale. Yeah, <laughs> whatever Costco has. Yeah, this one is four ninety nine. This one's a dollar ninety nine. So guess which one? I'm getting two of these. <laughs> it's like I don't know. People felt so strongly about their butter. Yeah, 
yeah. It's it, it sometimes sometimes it just feels like we're stuck in a Simpsons episode. Yeah. Like, like I imagine that that Indian chick <laughs> was churning all this butter every time I ate it. Yeah. Now that I can't have that fantasy, yeah. I don't even want to eat this crap anymore. <laughs> I never liked the butter. I always just like the picture yeah. of the slutty Indian. <laughs> Insane. Like it's just people are. Oh god. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like. I blame the internet for giving them all a voice. Everyone, every, <laughs> everyone now has an opinion, and everyone's insane. So, and they all want you to hear it. Yeah. They, and, and, and thanks to social media, everyone has an equally loud voice. So. <laughs> I know it's always funny when um, it's like oh uh, there's outrage on the internet. Here's a couple of quotes from some random dipshit from yeah, Ohio. So- yeah, you're like, why, why does this count as outrage? Yeah, some jackass in a red state somewhere had some <laughs> some vulgar tweet that that got re, that got liked and retweeted 478 times, and now all of a sudden that's the, that's his some inbred alcoholic rapist motherfucker had yeah. this to say about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I have, please, please, free me from all of this. <laughs> that's why I. I that's why I'm not on there. I mean, I'll see yeah. stuff. We get wrapped up into it, and good thing I'm not on social media because I would have something to say about it and think my opinion was important enough to retype for everybody. Oh man, what was I, I just? My, my wife just has to hear all my rantings about some <laughs> stupid ass thing I read for the day. I just wish there was a button I could click to opt out of being yelled at to like stay home. We're all in this together. Wash your hands. Like I'm doing fine. I don't need to be reminded every time I open up Spotify or YouTube that to stay, to stay oh, yeah, home yeah. and to wash my hands. I'm doing good. I've got it. I've got it under control. <laughs> I uh, saw it on the back of a bus when I was driving without a yeah. mask on, and I saw that it's a big stay home or yeah. something. I saw that um, uh, someone showed me that John Carpenter retweeted some picture with uh, Snake Plissken that said Snake Plissken social distancing since 1984 or whatever. <laughs> he's been doing, he's been retweeting a lot of funny, like, social yeah, distancing yeah, yeah. stuff. He's kind of fun on Twitter. He's- if, yeah. If I never hear that phrase again, I'll be very happy. Yeah. I, uh, Although I, I have been drinking my disinfectant, so I'm Corona yeah, free. No, I'm, yeah. It's, I've been following I, I've the been president's been- orders and eating cheeseburgers and, yeah. Drinking disinfectant 70, and crapping yeah. out giant logs that back up my toilet. Yeah, it's it's seventy five percent Clorox, twenty five percent. I I I pump a I puncture the hole a hole in the side of a Lysol can and shotgun it. Shotgun, yeah. It's like it's Lysol in the morning, yeah. <laughs> Clorox for dinner, and maybe OxyClean as a snack. You just I feel like I feel like. You could just eat like a bag of sugar-free gummy bears, and that will just—it's the same thing as drinking a Windex. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna just clean have, out your entire system. Have the hand sanitizer with Mexican food. Have the hand sanitizer with the pump, and just just straight into your mouth. <laughs> yeah. it's like, like some stupid like a, kid candy thing that has a big old gimmick to it. Yeah, or like a hamster cage with a little big water bottle that they just run up to. <laughs> <laughs> our lives now yeah 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 uh, uh, <laughs> just uh <laughs> just the, the the age where don't listen to what the president said <laughs> just disregard what the leader of the free world said. yeah he was being sarcastic he said yeah oh yeah it's it right, was yeah, very yeah. bad sarcasm <laughs> yeah like we've heard him be sarcastic a lot and yeah. this certainly wasn't it yeah i love his misspelling of hamburgers yeah and, <laughs> like, and him not knowing clearly what a nobel prize is <laughs> Or how to spell it. Or how to spell it. Like, <laughs> he corrected everyone and was wrong, and it's the funniest thing in the world. 
Uh, for some reason, I'll wake up and you know look at my phone and I'll read that stuff and I'm like, I can't read Trump shit first day first in the morning. I, I'm blocked by him on Twitter. Oh, that's so right. Yeah, I don't he he legally see. can't block people anymore, so you can get back on there. I, yeah, no, if, you not to. if you want not, to, if you want to, if you want to. Very happy that uh, the two people, the two, the most famous people that have blocked me on Twitter are the President of the United States <laughs> and Hulk Hogan. So. <laughs> Who, uh, yeah, you know they're friends. Yeah, <laughs> Donald Trump, WWE Hall of Famer. Like, Is come he? on, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I knew um, if um, God, who was that? Is that um, Arquette? David Arquette. Yeah, former WCW the... Weird Heavyweight Champion, David Arquette. Yeah, and who's the chick? The Minones or whatever. Marina Menounos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I knew if those two were, then Trump is definitely a possibility. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He not, he he was he was integral in the main event of a WrestleMania. Uh, and he I, ate. A, and he a, he uh, took a Stone Cold Steve Austin Stone Cold Stunner. So uh, <laughs> he got beat up in the WWE. He's been he's been a character in the WWE. Uh, I bet I times. bet that's I bet that's on his uh, special uh, skills on his resume. Yeah, his Vince McMahon, <laughs> the owner of the WWE, his wife was part of his cabinet for a while. So oh, so they're very good friends. Very good. <laughs> I saw a thing that Howard Stern said um, Trump supporters should <laughs> drink a disinfectant and kill themselves. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's some people that I wouldn't slap the bottle out of their hand if I saw them doing it. No, there's plenty of people I would pour it down their throat if they wanted me to, <laughs> or even didn't want me to. Yeah. You, need, you need some help? I need some help with that. I got I got a bottle of my own if you need some more. <laughs> All right, what uh, what movies came out that year? The top ten movies of 2003. Number one, Return of the King, obviously. Oh, yeah. Number two, Finding Nemo. Uh, made $871 million worldwide. Jesus. Number three, Matrix Reloaded, with $742 million. Number four was Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. The only thing cool about that movie is Davy Jones. He's very cool looking. Uh, That's the sequel. Davy Jones is the sequel. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. Yeah, this never mind. Is the, this is the first one. The first, the first Pirates one, is good. The first the Pirates first, is good. I would say the first Pirates is actually a very, very good movie. It's, it's a good fun, movie, yeah. It's a very fun adventure movie. It's good. The only thing I don't like about it is you get the big action scene with the ghost pirates, which is cool, and then yeah. you get another action scene, and you're like, okay, guys, just do this white and get it over with. Number five, Bruce Almighty. Oh, yeah. That made 400 That's why I was thinking Morgan Freeman, because I knew that that came out the same yeah. year as this okay. movie, so. Sure. That's why I was, it was, you that. know, it was related. $485 million. Uh, number six, The Last Samurai. That's a movie that I, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to revisit because uh, Edward Zwick was a director I loved. And mm-hmm. then, and then I watched his movies a little older and realized they're pretty over the top. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he go he's pretty heavy handed. And He did Glory, right? He did Glory. Yeah. Boy, that's Blood that. Diamond. Legends of the Fall, yeah. which I think might still be good. <laughs> I don't know. And that? other movies. <laughs> but they're, they're always pretty heavy-handed. <laughs> he directed Reacher. the second Reacher movie. <laughs> yeah, I was say, Jack Reacher, never go back. Yeah, which is pretty good. Not nearly as good as the first one, but it's good. He, uh, wait, what? He created the story for The Great Wall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but man, that is... That is something else. I kind of want to just because everything I've heard, but yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's not good, but it is like weirdly watchable because of how insane 
the movie oh, yeah. is, and like it. And Matt Damon is at the. It's like it's mostly Asian people, but you have Matt Damon, Pedro Pascal, and William Willem Dafoe in it, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like what the what. <laughs> But, well, yeah. we got what are number seven now? Yeah, we are uh, number seven. Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think all these movies you've mentioned, <laughs> yeah, at least once. I remember the only thing I remember really from Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines is the graveyard scene, <laughs> where he's huh? got the casket on his shoulder. Oh, and, and the Gatling gun in there. And the Gatling gun. <laughs> the pull of Django on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I tried to watch that a little bit ago, and I was like, "This is too stupid." Even even to watch for a dumb like Arnold mm-hmm. movie, it's yeah. it's not Raw Deal because Raw Deal is a great, great dumb, dumb Arnold movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, that movie's uh, really bad. Yeah, uh, everyone eight, gets a Raw Deal. Yeah, <laughs> number eight <laughs> is The Matrix Revolutions. Yeah, oh. made four hundred and twenty-seven million. So as you can see, seven forty-two to four twenty-seven. <laughs> not a great. No, and I don't know why because I mean. It's that you would think that number would be least like Pirates of the Caribbean numbers and stuff because it is the finale. You would I guess, like, yeah. It's so weird that it dropped so hard. But again, people just saw one and it's like, I don't know if I have it in me yeah. to see another one I mean, right now. I and mean, with Lord of the Rings, it was a full year apart. And the year's a long time, so that and was a good... Came, and it would have come out at around the same time as Lord of the Rings. Like, Return yeah. of the King. Yeah. Uh, number nine is X two X Men United. <laughs> oh yeah, which is not on the movie. It's not it does not anything. say that in the movie. It doesn't exist. It doesn't even exist when you buy them now. It's just like <laughs> it's like they, they they like shoved that on like two weeks before the movie yeah. came out the theaters, and then like after the movie came out, like the DVDs had it on at first, and now it's just X two again. Oh good. I remember being on all my uh, diet Dr Pepper cans that I drank that summer. <laughs> I still X Men like X Men United. I, I like X two a lot because it's sort of oh, an it's adaption so of one of my favorite X Men comics. God uh, loves man kills. Oh yes, um, and it's a very great Marvel uh, X Men comic. And it's yeah, it's not a, it's not a one to one adaption, but no, like, it's much pretty, like with everything else, the heart of it is basically the same. I really like yeah. God loves man kills. That and movie's killer because the first yeah. one's probably my least favorite of the X Men movies. And uh, not, oh, except, except for three, except for three. Say, it's not. I'm not, I'm, I'm not counting I, that damn thing. <laughs> I don't like X three, and I don't like Wolverine Origins. So <laughs> it's my least favorite of my favorite of the ones I like because yeah. two really goes there and like is, really takes what they built on the first one yeah. and just yeah. dives into that world yeah. In, yeah. In, a, in a very very good way. It it, it is one hundred percent what the X Men are, where mm-hmm. it's dealing heavily with you know sort of you know the race racism and mm-hmm. stuff and doing that stuff yeah, yeah. that's really good you know striker in the comics is a uh, like a televangelist as mm. opposed to a military guy but his plot and uh, execution are almost exactly the same yeah um, in a lot of ways um and his like goal is still to get xavier to kill the mutants yeah magneto partners up with the x-men to save xavier and then wa- and just tries to manipulate yet again it's it's it's, it's, ex- it's exactly the same as yeah the, uh, and, and so it's a really it's, it's, it's a great movie it's a great movie it's, and number 10 is bad boys 2 <laughs> i definitely saw the movie yes i mean is a good year for a lot of that stuff. I, I endured that movie <laughs> no i love i love and hate that movie because yeah. pretty much like anything michael Bay does the good scenes are great and then the crappy scenes are really crappy yeah. and this one's kind of 
especially on both of those because like the action scenes are so over the top, but so uh, satisfyingly awesome with the little boy inside me. (laughs) It's like playing with my toys and like this movie does that in a very R-rated way where people are getting cut in half with machine guns and stuff. Very boring year for like award season and stuff Mm. because it's all Lord of the Rings, Mystic River, Monster, Lost in Translation, like those are the big movies of the year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's kind of when uh, the Academy Awards were going for independent movies. So you were that's when you were starting to get movies that no one saw. Yeah, or at I, least to I, my age, I, all I, these I movies win, that, and you're like, I didn't see any of these at the at the uh, uh, BAFTA Awards. Uh, best director was Peter Weir for Master and Commander on the Far Side of the World. Oh, it's a killer movie. I that I that's that one of those movies that just sort of like poof gone like yeah yeah it wasn't very like, big it wasn't very it big out. like i remember being very excited for it for some mm. summary sometimes a good nautical tale is sometimes just needed like you know people yeah. like you know uh mutiny on the bounty and stuff like oh that. yeah sometimes those kinds of stories are just fun and i, I really like master commander I, yeah, I remember i remember liking it in the theater and then i saw it on video and i really liked it yeah me and my dad walked in i think it was sunday morning ish you know almost noon and we walked in and it was like full like only seats were in the front and then i was like let's just come back <laughs> and you know did something for a couple hours and came back like yeah. like i'm not gonna sit in the fucking front row and try and watch this that weird willard movie came out this year <laughs> yeah the the return the return the rise and fall of crispin Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover's return and uh, subsequent disappearance from Hollywood. <laughs> Redisappearance. <laughs> I, I guess um, you probably know this is a Back to the Future fan, but he, he always wanted like five takes. Yeah. And then they're like, no, you got it on the second one. He's like, well, Brando got five takes. And they're like, well, you're not Brando. <laughs> yeah. In no universe, my man, are you Brando? <laughs> no, no. Just, now you or anyone else can change my mind. <laughs> he was actually in this uh, cool miniseries called Texas Rising, and yeah. he was really good. It, and he wasn't typical Crispin yeah. Glover. Like when that. you watch um, this movie called River something, River's Edge or something, with mm-hmm. I think Keanu Reeves is in it, and Crispin Glover, and Crispin Glover is so Crispin Glover. And <laughs> he's like, okay, man. And you're like, ah, oh, you always like this? Here are my density. <laughs> yeah, it works on that because he's supposed to yeah. be a dweeb. Yeah. <laughs> and he is. Uh, phone Booth came out this year. Remember Phone Booth? I do. I liked Phone Booth and uh, I've wanted to revisit because I'm like, I wonder if that's as good as I remember. Identity. That was a huge movie when that came out for some reason. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good. For our age, that was a yeah. good, like, little thriller, kind of scary, yeah. sophisticated, yeah. scary movie. It comes across as a, like, my first thriller kind of thing. Like, it's very. <laughs> I remember liking it, though. Yeah, I, re- I remember liking it, but it's just one of those things, like, I have no idea if that builds up in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, no, no. Like that and that movie Basic with yeah. Sam Jackson. and Yeah. Then I discovered what Rashomon was, and I was like, oh. And then they really try to mess with the at the, at the end of that movie. And you're like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Oh, I should watch Rashomon again. I love Rashomon. Yeah, I've watched it once, but I do like it. Whale Ray. Too fast, too furious came out this year. <laughs> we we didn't know what there were what groundwork they were laying, but oh, it was man. before our eyes, and we had no idea what we had no idea that this wonderful uh, what, cinematic what, universe was being yeah. Developed. We we didn't know what roads they were going to travel. <laughs> Cars. Yep. Hollywood I did that homicide. On 
Oh, that's the uh, that's the first movie, and uh, only out of two that I fell asleep in because it was really bad. Well, people always do that. They're like, "Oh, it must have been bad." I fell asleep. Like, well, you know, you can just be tired, right? Like, yeah. I fell asleep the first time I watched Heat because I was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, had nothing to do with the movie itself. Oh yeah, Die Hard Four. Die Hard Four. I went to sleep. Because it was yeah. so stupid. I have fallen asleep on, on, during Ghostbusters. Like that doesn't mean I feel like you know that's my movie. That's yeah, my that's, <laughs> yeah. You're just tired. Yeah. It has nothing to do with what you're watching. Ang Lee's Hulk came out this year. Oh yeah, I saw that. I had to see that at midnight okay. because because I was going. Why well, I not have to? I chose to see that movie at midnight because I was going to my cousin's wedding that was in Whistler. And I wouldn't be able to see it for like a week or whatever, so I so I went then to go see it. I chose to see it then. <laughs> League, of, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The never movie. saw never saw that one. It's very bad. It's the movie yep. that ended Sean Connery's career. That's the movie that On Sean Connery own. was like. I don't get this, but the last two times I said that, yeah. I w- they were a big hits. So I'm gonna do it. <laughs> You and know then, what? Uh, I'm just gonna end it without. I'm just gonna end it on the only important movie that came out this year. Uh, I think this will be the final note for movies of 2003. Well, I do want to say for the record, I love Mystic River. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say that, but I love that movie. Yeah. I've yep. seen it once. I never went back to it. I, I, remember, I haven't seen it in a while, but I, I, I loved it at the time. But, Anyways. But uh, in 2003, uh, a little independent film known as The Room came out. <laughs> uh, we didn't know about it for a while. We didn't know about it for years, but uh, oh god, we should do the room. We should do the room. <laughs> I thought everyone, about it today. I thought about it today for some reason, and I was like, we should watch that. And I'm like, I can't watch that by myself. <laughs> but you gotta watch that is, with somebody. It's definitely a. You either have to watch it with somebody, or watch it and then immediately talk about it with somebody. <laughs> like, watch it and then we th- watch it and then we have to do this show immediately. We should just. Do, we should just. When all this is said and done, we should just watch it together and then yeah. do an old school in-person show together. <laughs> you know what we should do? We yeah. should ask Tommy if we can use it and watch it yeah. <laughs> while we're record while we're watching it and uh, yeah. commentate yeah. on it. Hell yeah. Because if you get his answers, approval, you're good, right? He answers every email himself. So. <laughs> He's got nothing else going on. Yeah, especially now. He's illegally selling jeans. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for this time right, there around. We, we talked about the Matrix. We talked about movies. We talked about other bullshit. I talked, talked about my it. gripe on uh, too many production logos. Yeah, that's the one I really want to get off my chest. Yeah, and then we talked, and then we end it. We bookend it with uh, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> so there you go. I freed myself of that thought. <laughs> I don't know what movie we'll do next. We'll talk about it. Yeah, it's going to be something that we love. Yeah, we'll so, something you love. Yeah. I, I love the Matrix, but you don't. So yeah, exactly. You picked but, it, though. You picked it. I picked it because I hadn't seen the sequels, so I figured yeah. it would have been fun. I gave you a chance. <laughs> so you give, it, you give it a roaring thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up. Oh, I, I love it. I, love I it. give it a thumbs in the middle. I don't say I hate it, but yeah. I'm, never, I'm probably not going to go back to them anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, re- I mean, like I said, Reloaded has its problems for sure. But yes. like I said, all the things that are a problem, like all the dialogue scenes, all action scenes are good. They yeah. just, there's, the actions are too long yeah. and they're too close together. And the talking is just, there's too many scenes next to each other, <laughs> you know, it just needs yeah, to be split I a agree. bit, but they're all really yeah. good scenes. I like them yeah. a lot. Yeah. They packed, they packed all of the exposition into one movie and then all the resolution <laughs> yeah. in the next movie. And which is one movie. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. one movie. Like that makes sense. You know, the act one is two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it makes sucks. sense in that, that context. That sucks though. It sucks. Uh, yeah. It's a long-term one movie. It's,
still sucks. Yeah, yeah. To have like to I said, slog through the exposition to get to the last point of all the action. Yeah. Like I said, I like we'll it all, but that's that's not the way to do it. But I, I, I enjoy it. But it's the you know they could have done it over over overall. It's fine. I yeah, I, I still love it. I mean, I've watched I've watched I think those two more than I have the first one. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see y'all next time. Enjoy yourselves. Take care. And Drink plenty I, again, of disinfectant. Plink. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins, drink your Lysol, and keep your stick on the ice. This Lysol is Banaka, just... Banaka, yeah, old, old mouth spray. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's how to stay safe and get out of here alive. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to the president and drink plenty of bleach. Yeah. It's good times for all. Thanks again for uh, listening to us just ramble on for another spot. Just talking. Just, just talking. Just talking. Just talking.